听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎收听轻松调频美文阅读 More to Read， 我是沈听。让我们在这里一起听美文、学英语。今天我们将会听到中国古典名著《红楼梦》当中的一句话，美国诗人罗伯特·弗罗斯特的一首诗歌《Gathering Leaves》，以及由美国短篇小说家本·霍夫曼所写的一篇文章《So Much to Burn》。More to read， 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote。机关算尽太聪明，反算了卿卿性命。曹雪芹。Too shrewd by half, with such finesse you wrought, that your own life in your own toils was caught. 曹雪芹。我们刚才听到的这句话呢，出自清代小说家曹雪芹的经典名作《红楼梦》第五回当中的一首曲子《聪明泪》。此曲主要写王熙凤耍尽权谋机变，弄得贾府一败涂地，也害得自己落了个悲心的凄惨下场。这支曲子用语生动形象，大量采用比喻及叠词对句的形式。生动地描绘出了封建社会制度彻底崩溃的情景，全曲语带讽刺，曲调哀怨，充满了悲伤气氛。曹雪芹出生于约公元1715年，约1763年去世，名瞻，字梦软，号雪芹，又号秦希、秦朴，其祖籍存在争议，出生于江宁，也就是今天的南京。是江宁织造曹寅之孙。曹雪芹早年在南京江宁织造府亲历了一段锦衣纨绔、富贵风流的生活。曾祖父曹喜任江宁织造，曾祖母孙氏做过康熙帝的保姆，祖父曹寅做过康熙帝的伴读和御前侍卫，后任江宁织造，兼任两淮巡盐监察御史，极受康熙宠幸。雍正六年，即公元1728年，曹家因亏空获罪被抄家，曹雪芹随家人迁回北京老宅，后又移居北京西郊，靠卖字画和朋友救济为生。曹家从此一蹶不振，日渐衰微。经历了生活中的重大转折，曹雪芹深感世态炎凉，他蔑视权贵，远离官场，过着贫困如洗的艰难日子。曹雪芹素性放达，爱好广泛，对金石、诗画、绘画、园林、中医、织补、工艺、饮食等均有所研究。他以坚韧不拔的毅力，历经多年艰辛，终于创作出极具思想性、艺术性的伟大作品《红楼梦》。机关算尽太聪明。反算了卿卿性命。曹雪芹。
too shrewd by half, with such finesse you wrought, that your own life in your own toils was caught. Cao Xueqing. Gathering leaves, Robert Frost. Spades take up leaves, no better than spoons, and bags full of leaves are light as balloons. I make a great noise of rustling all day, like rabbit and deer running away. But the mountains I raise. Elude my embrace, flowing over my arms, and into my face. I may load and unload, again and again, till I fill the whole shed. And what have I then? Next to nothing for weight, and since they grew duller from contact with earth. Next to nothing for colour, next to nothing for use, but a crop is a crop, and who's to say where the harvest shall stop? Gather 不比用勺子更好。装满树叶的口袋，像气球那样轻飘。我整天不停操劳，发出悉索的喧闹，就像兔子与麋鹿正在飞速的奔逃。可我堆起的叶山，却不让我去拥抱，只落到我的手臂，还往我脸上直掉。我装满了，又倾倒。成了一包又一包，直到棚屋都满了，但究竟有何得到？它们都轻如鹅毛，颜色也十分单调，树叶一掉到地面，色彩就全都褪掉。树叶也算是收获，虽然它用场很少，但有谁能够说出？什么要收，什么却并不需要。我们刚刚听到的这首诗歌《Gathering Leaves》，收集树叶，出自美国著名诗人罗伯特·弗罗斯特。英文版本由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读，中文版本。由轻松调频的主持人阿丽为您朗诵，由徐家珍翻译。罗伯特·弗洛斯特出生于1874年 ，1963 年去世，美国诗人，曾四度获得普利策诗歌奖。弗洛斯特16岁开始学写诗， 2 0岁正式发表第一首诗歌。
，他勤奋笔耕，一生中共出了十多本诗集。而我们今天读到的这首诗歌呢，是罗伯特·弗罗斯特的代表作之一，写的十分幽默活泼，音节短促，像一首歌谣一般。诗中描述的只是一件十分常见的农活——秋天扫树叶。全诗分六节，前五节都是描写收集树叶的经过。弗罗斯特本身是个农民。所以他熟知各种农活，看起来收集树叶是一件轻松简单的工作，但做起来却并非那么容易，有时候还会让人处于非常狼狈、尴尬的境地。而这首诗的主题则在最后一节：扫树叶看起来是一件毫无意义而徒劳无功的小事，但不能不做，这也算生活中的一种收获。在生活中。我们不也常常做一些看起来毫无意义但不得不做的小事吗？难道这不也是一种收获吗？ Gathering leaves, Robert Frost. Spades take up leaves. No better than spoons, and bags full of leaves are light as balloons. I make a great noise of rustling all day, like rabbit and deer running away. But the mountains I raise elude my embrace, flowing over my arms and into my face. I may load and unload, again and again, till I fill the whole shed. And what have I then? Next to nothing for weight, and since they grew duller from contact with earth, next to nothing for colour. Next to nothing for use, but a crop is a crop. And who's to say where the harvest shall stop? More to read. 文字的世界，用心用心聆听。Beauty of words. 欢迎您继续收听轻松调频美文阅读 More to read. 我是沈听。下面让我们一起来感受。Beauty of Words. Ben Hoffman is a American short story writer. His short stories have won the Nobel Prize for Literature. Besides, his stories have won other o w 这一则故事选取了当今时代人们生活中，尤其是美国人生活中的一个细节而展开联想和写作，并由此引发读者的反思。好，下面呢就让我们一起来读一下这篇文章的中英文版本。中文版本由轻松调频的主持人念希为您朗读，由唐玉琪翻译。So much to burn, by Ben Hoffman. 烧不完的邮件 ，Ben Hoffman. 
My neighbor is burning his mail again. My neighbor is a postman, so his mail is not the mail he receives, but the mail he delivers, or the mail he should be delivering, but instead is burning. We live in a duplex, and I can smell the smoke seeping through the walls. I bake a pie, which is a thing I do when the postman is burning his mail, or when I miss Jane. 我的邻居又在烧他的邮件了。我的邻居是个邮差，所以他的邮件不是他收到的，而是他负责投递的，或者说是他应该投递却被他拿去烧掉的邮件。我们住联栋，我能闻到从墙壁透过来的烟味。我烤了一个派，每当邮差烧邮件或我想念简时，我就烤派。I bake a pie. But my apartment does not smell like pie. My apartment smells like burning envelopes, and I am alone. I go next door. I bring the pie in case you need a break. I tell the postman. He is thinner than last time, and I am fatter. The postman says he has no time for breaks. He cannot burn his mail fast enough. Towers of mail are stacked on the counters, the coffee table, the mantel. Coupons are scattered across the floor. The fireplace crackles and churns. 虽然我在烤派，可我的公寓闻起来没有派的味道。我的公寓闻起来是信封燃烧的味道，而我一个人住。我走向隔壁，我跟邮差说，我带来了派。也许你需要歇一会儿。他比上次更瘦了，而我更胖了。邮差说他没时间歇，他烧邮件的速度还不够快。邮件在厨房台面上、咖啡桌上、壁炉架上堆积成山，劝单散落一地，壁炉里噼里啪啦呼呼作响。The postman sticks in hospital bills, report cards. Appeals to alumni to give back. He says the investigators from the post office are closing in. I did not know they existed. I ask the postman if I can help. He says there is a reward for leads on the missing mail. I can turn them in if I need the cash. I do, but I won't. I owe the postman too much. 邮差把医院账单、成绩单、呼吁校友回馈母校的邮件统统塞进壁炉。他说：“邮局的调查员快到了。”我以前都不知道还有调查员。我问邮差：“能帮他什么？”他说：“提供失踪邮件的线索，可拿奖励。如果我需要钱，可以去告发他。我确实需要钱，但我不会告发他。”我欠这个邮差太多了。He was the one who let me know Jane was having an affair. She was writing love letters to her pharmacist. On the return address, she took his last name as her own. The postman was suspicious. Then there was an accident down at the post office. A machine tore open a letter. This was also suspicious. The postman read the letter. Though he did not let me read the letter, he said that would be illegal. I suspect he was shielding me from the particular details. Anyway, Jane left, 
and I am alone baking pies and imagining particular details. 当初是他让我知道简有了外遇。那时候他在给他的药剂师写情书，在回信地址上，他把那个人的姓写成自己的姓。邮差起了疑心，然后邮局那边发生了一起意外事件，有台机器撕开了一封信。这件事本身也让人起疑心。邮差读了那封信，但没有让我读。他说那是违法的。我怀疑他是故意不让我看到详尽的细节。总之，简离开了我。我现在经常一个人边烤派边想象信里的详尽细节。Don't the investigators know where you live? I asked the postman. They're tracking the missing mail, not me. Don't they know what mail you deliver? They're a little disorganized down at the post office, he says. But soon enough, it will lead to me. 我问邮差，难道调查员不知道你的住处吗？他们在追踪丢失的邮件，而不是我。难道他们不知道你投递的邮件？邮局那边做事有点没条理，他说。但过不了多久，他们会顺着线索找到我的。He throws credit card offers into his fireplace. General interest magazines, their subscriber labels melting and dripping. Smoke fumes out to the ceiling. I deserve to be caught, he says. I have done awful things. 他把寄来的信用卡丢进壁炉，还有各种大众杂志。里面的订户标签在火中融化滴落，烟雾升腾到天花板。他说：“我活该被抓，我做了糟糕的事情。” I do not see it that way. People are not getting their mail, but this doesn't seem so bad to me. What do people ever get in the mail but bad news? Maybe if you are a person who has affairs, you might get illicit love letters. But I am not a person who has affairs. I get debt notices and electric bills and Jane's lingerie catalogues and postcards from her niece. Jane has left, but they keep coming. Or I was getting all those things before the postman stopped delivering my mail. It is better now not getting them. He has let me burn a few myself. Jane's J Crew catalog, her AAA card. 我不这样看，人们收不到他们的邮件，但我认为这不是什么太坏的事。人们从邮件里读到的，除了坏消息，还有什么？如果你有了外遇，你可能会收到不正当的情书，但我这个人没有外遇。我收到的是欠账单、电费单、寄给简的内衣产品目录，还有他侄女寄来的明信片。简已经离开了，可这些邮件还不停的寄来。换句话说，我一直在收这些东西，直到邮差不再投递我的邮件。现在收不到这些东西，反倒更好。他让我自己烧掉了几封邮件，简订阅的 J Crew 新品目录，还有他的 AAA 信用卡。Are you sure about no pie? I ask. It's rhubarb. Smoke curls around towers of packages. 
The postman creeps to the window unsteadily, like his legs have not been used in some time. His calves used to bulge. I can tell he has not been eating. He peeks around the curtain. 我问，你真的不吃点派吗？大黄馅儿的。烟雾围着一大堆一大堆的包裹缭绕，邮差蹑手蹑脚的走到窗边，摇摇晃晃的。好像他的腿已经有段时间没用过了。他的小腿以前是鼓鼓的，我能看出，他最近没吃东西。他在窗帘边往外瞅。That's them, he says. They're here for me. I take a look. That's just Miss Mulvaney with her dog. I tell the postman. I open the window for ventilation. You remember? Didn't she bite you once? Who, Miss Mulvaney? I smile, but I can see he is remembering that day when fear and pain butted up against the duty he still felt. 是他们，他说，他们是冲我来的。我看了一眼，我告诉邮差，那是马尔瓦尼女士和她的狗。我打开窗户通风，你还记得吧？她不是咬过你一回吗？谁？马尔瓦尼女士。我笑了，但我能看出，她记起了那天的事。那天恐惧和疼痛与她内心尚存的责任感同样强烈。You never know, he says. They will come quietly. The post office does not need any more PR problems. You should call them while you have the chance. Big money. Probably it is not big money. But it suits his sense of self to imagine the punishment of his crimes is worth so much. 谁知道呢？他说，他们可能悄悄的来。邮局不能再出公众形象问题。你应该给他们打电话。你还有机会一大笔钱。也许并不是一大笔钱，但是想象治自己的罪值那么一大笔钱，让他感觉良好。Here is an irony," says the postman. "I started burning my mail, so I didn't have to deliver it. But now I am beholden to this. There is so much to burn to cover my tracks. I would have been better off delivering it. Why did I not just do that?" He says, "Things beget things," which sounds plagiarized from something biblical. But I am not a person who would know. 这事也很可笑，邮差说：“我当初开始烧邮件，是因为这样我就不用去送邮件。但现在我被套住了，为掩人耳目，要烧掉的邮件实在太多，倒不如当初把邮件送出去。我为什么不那样做呢？”他说：“一事惹一事，这听起来像是从圣经抄来的，但其实我这样的人是想不到这些的。” The room is filled with smoke. The postman wipes his forehead and rests an arm against a stack of packages which topple across the floor. I drag the postman from the debris out onto the porch, then the street. I help him sit on the curb. Miss Mulvaney asks how Jane is. I say she's likely very happy. The postman offers his ankle to her dog. She does not even growl at him. 
like she does not recognize him as a postman anymore. He is only a civilian now. His breath is smoky, his lips charred, his fingers sooty. He takes out his cell phone and dials. How will you spend your rewards? He asks. Motorcycle, bears season tickets. He hands me his phone. It is ringing. 房间里满是烟雾。邮差擦擦额头，把一只胳膊靠在一堆包裹上，结果这堆包裹塌下来，邮件洒了一地。我把邮差从邮件堆里拽出来，拽到了门廊，又拽出门到了大街上。我扶他坐在路缘上。马尔瓦尼女士问简的情况，我说她大概过得很开心吧。邮差把脚踝伸向他的狗，那狗甚至没有冲他吠，似乎已经认不出他是个邮差。他现在只是个普通百姓，他的呼吸有烟味，嘴唇焦黑，手指也熏得黑黑的。他拿出手机开始拨号，他问：“你打算怎么花赏金？买辆摩托车，还是熊队的赛季套票？”他把手机递给我，手机在响铃。I wonder why Jane and her pharmacist wrote each other letters, but I suppose it suited their sense that their passion was too great for modern technology, a relic from a more romantic time. I suppose it suits me to pretend I know what they desired. 我不知道为什么简和那个药剂师要给对方写信，但我想。他们或许觉得感情过于浓烈，现代科技无法传递，因此写信这种更浪漫的时代遗留下来的方式正合适。我想，假装知道他们想要什么，这对我也正合适。Smoke billows from the postman's chimney, thick and black. Prove that things are flying away from us. The smoke is probably suspicious, since it is summer. Probably they will come for us soon. Probably our lives are over. Hello, I say. I'm here to claim my reward. 烟气从邮差房间的烟囱里滚滚冒出，又浓又黑，证明某些东西正离我们远去。这烟也许会令人生疑，毕竟现在是夏天。也许他们很快就会找到我们，也许我们的日子已经到头了。你们好，我说，我是来领赏金的。感谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目，您也可以通过云听 App 在线实时收听美文阅读。以及轻松调频的其他节目，今天的节目就到这儿，我们明天见。如果不去便利世界，我们就不知道什么是我们精神和情感的寄托。但我们一旦便利了世界，却发现我们再也无法回到那美好的地方去了。当我们开始寻求，我们就已经失去；而我们不开始寻求
，我们根本无法知道自己身边的一切是如此可贵。这段话出自法国作家安托万·德胜·埃克苏佩里的经典之作《小王子》。我是轻松调频主持人小斐，和轻松调频一起在阅读中感受生活之美。Easy FM, we are the difference.